and the new opportunities each day presents. That I will never fail. I am ready today and always. Diving into the going deeper section for today, we will be putting a spotlight on our fear of change and learn how to push through the resistance. So Amy is going to jump in here to explain the ebb and flow of making progress towards our intentions and our goals. So sit back and learn how to relax into the experience of growth and change, even when motivation is at an all-time low. Anytime we're trying to break an old habit, build a new skill, or really create change of any kind, there is a biochemical process going on inside of us, one in which most of us experience as an emotional process, right? It's that upswing and in the beginning, feeling really positive and motivated, but inevitably there'll be a day where you don't feel as motivated, you feel tired or frustrated. And I'd like to encourage you to reflect on the fact that this is actually normal and that this ebb and flow of motivation is not necessarily an indicator to stop or even that progress hasn't already been made. So often people stop when they are so close to achieving or experiencing what they set out to. Have you ever heard the phrase three feet from gold? This was, I think, originally coined in Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich book, where he really just kind of highlights this phenomena to quit when when the mood is low, when, when motivation wanes. And he recounts the story of a gentleman who wanted to hit, hit it big during the gold rush and was digging everywhere to find gold and that he and his team quit. And they estimated that when they quit, they literally were within three feet from hitting gold. And how often does that happen in our own lives, right? I can definitely think of examples where I was really on the pathway to change, whether it was exercise or developing a new habit or dropping a bad habit, quote unquote. So with this series, I really want you to reflect that maybe this isn't emotional in so much as it's a biological, normal, chemical process, right? Our cells are always receiving information and they're replicating themselves. So when we're trying to break an old pattern, for instance, we start focusing on things that are new, novel, and unfamiliar. We have a mindset of curiosity, excitement. So that also creates a cascade of positive emotion, which creates a cocktail of feel-good hormones in our body. Now, if our cells are accustomed to a certain level of stress, and all of a sudden they're being bombarded with feel-good hormones, of course there's going to be a bit of a learning curve for your cells. The cells have to reposition themselves. They have to readjust their receptor sites. So this process is a bit of a stressful process in and of itself. But just like with anything, over time as your cells adjust to what's new and novel, it becomes routine and normalized. However, many times we don't even get to that point. We get in that process where it feels uncomfortable and we'll say things like, well, this is too hard, or this isn't worth it. 
I'm so tired. This doesn't feel good. This doesn't feel right. And all of that really is just a misunderstanding of what's going on in our bodies at a cellular level. So the moral of today's intention is that there's really nothing to be afraid of here. You are as ready as you're ever going to be. And you can start to relax into this experience of kind of the up and down, the ebbing and the flowing of motivation and positivity around this challenge. You know, change is fundamental to being human. There's nothing wrong with this. Your body is built for it. We can think of it as a metaphor of like riding a bike. You know, when you get up on a bike, you don't smooth sail through the streets of Amsterdam the first time. You fall down many times, you scrape your knees, but once you get a sense of balance, when you have an embodied understanding of that process, for instance, when you have a new perspective on love, you can always then return to home base, even when things get difficult because you know what that feels like. Just like you can spend decades without riding a bike, but jump on a bike and get the feel for it right away and regain your balance. So when we stick with the change, when we keep looking in the direction of what's new, of what we don't know yet, that biological piece will start to settle down. And as our new cells replicate, they become accustomed to greater levels of those feel-good hormones like serotonin and dopamine because the cell replication is based on previous information. So the moral of the story is you've got this. There may be moments of resistance and self-sabotage. Don't worry about that. You know, by setting the expectation that you will have moments where this feels exciting, you will have moments where this feels cumbersome doing a daily intention and the activities to go with it. There may be other times that you feel confused or even you perceive me as annoying, (laughs) right? It's not personal to me. This is normal. This is what it is to be human. And in contrast, there will be moments throughout this 30 Days of Love series that you feel light and liberated and in touch with that sense of love within you. And again, all of this is normal. So set some structures that will really assist you to get through this challenge, to succeed in completing the 30 days. So pick a time of day. You know, you can set it on your phone as an alarm to remind you. I also encourage you to do the micro challenge today. Find an accountability partner. It doesn't have to be these huge conversations with another person to check in. It can literally be a quick text each day. Hey, what are you learning today? Oh, I'm learning and seeing this. I thought this was interesting or I thought that was crap or hmm, maybe I need to learn more about this. How about you? It can literally be a five-minute exchange every day, but that accountability to find someone at that very human level is going to be immensely beneficial to you as you move forward. And remember, insight is always possible. So you really are always one thought away from a new feeling. You're one thought away from seeing and experiencing something differently. Truth. Inside is always possible. One thought away from a new feeling, one idea away from new seeing. Wow, amazing how much life ebbs and flows. (laughs) Everything is impermanent. All right, so today's mantra on our intention of the day, ready, I am ready, is ready is a state of mind. Let's repeat that together three times. Ready is a state of mind. 
Ready is a state of mind. Ready is a state of mind. Beautiful, diving into our micro challenge of the day. Today, let's find support in our journey with an accountability partner. So whatever that looks like for you, maybe someone just came to mind immediately as you were listening to this, someone who you think this would resonate with, feel free to reach out to them. I think they would appreciate that. Um, we also have a beautiful community here at Intention Inspired. So you can find a link to this episode in the show notes, in the description, and that'll take you to our community platform where you can sign up for free. You can engage with the community, um, see what's going on there. And ja, the course, 30 Days of Love, if you want the full shebang, um, there's a subscription or a single price for just the course you can pay if you want if you want all the goods but you can join our community for free so there's that so <clears throat> once you choose an accountability partner um yeah just just agree with one another um accountability partner means you have the ability to commit to checking in with each other every day. So it could be a simple message asking what they've learned today, what they've realized about today's intention, your favorite takeaways, yata, yata. Um, so one thing from um, an emotional eating expert, her name is Megan McElron. She gives this analogy when speaking to clients who feel discouraged after um, slipping up with a meal and then proceed to binge eat for the remainder of the day or week or what have you. She says, when you are driving and get a flat tire, you don't get out of the car and pop the other three tires. <laughs> so the same here is true. If you miss a day, do not worry about it. You can go back and do the ones that you missed later um, in order to encourage you not to pop the rest of your tires by feeling overwhelmed, just begin the challenge, begin this course again um, from the new day, from, from a new day. It's always nice to be able to wake up refreshed and renewed and know that you can start back at any time. So at your own pace. It's a lot. It's a lot when we dive into love like this and like really take our time um, challenging beliefs, um, seeing things from a new perspective, kind of like digging up things that have limited us in the past. So not something that we would want to rush through by any means. Okay, the science study of the day comes from, comes from the American Psychological Association. They did a study that they called, We Don't Know Our Own Strength. Um, researcher was... Siri Carpenter, back in 2001, study found that human beings are notoriously bad predictors of the future. <laughs> we misjudge future events in general, and even if we can predict a future event with some accuracy, we misjudge what we will feel and for how long. Okay, so in that sense, the old adage is true. You are ready and you will never 
you are as ready as you will ever be. Mm -hmm. Today's quote is from the turtle. Goes like this, behold the turtle. She only makes progress when she sticks her neck out. <laughs> behold the turtle. She only makes progress when she sticks her neck out. Nice. <clears throat> okay, today's journal prompts. If you got your journal handy, go ahead and bust it out. What we what we will be doing is to bring bring to mind beliefs that that we've adopted that have altered how we approach areas of self-love and and relational love. So one question that might prompt this. What beliefs do you think you should let go of that might be limiting your capacity to experience deeper love from yourself and others? So I'm going to go ahead and give you a few minutes or actually you'll give yourself a few minutes because if you'd like to do the journaling exercise now is a good time to go ahead and hit pause. I'll read the question one more time. What beliefs do you think you should let go of that might be limiting your capacity to experience deeper love from yourself and others? Go ahead and hit pause and jot on that for a little bit. Okay, we back. What's up? Um, I'll share. I'll share my takeaway. <clears throat> so yeah, a small um, and pretty impactful love inhibitor is in effect for me when I decide how a relationship should look, usually based on an old belief. And closely related to this is the language I use around relationships, both with myself and others and how I define each relationship. Um, this definition of how something should look is uh, I think coming from a, a fear-based um, place, wanting security. And um, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's rigid. It's a little too strict in, in the definition and it limits my capacity for that malleable, expansive love. Agreements are healthy, don't get me wrong. <clears throat> but I'm further inspired to take each relationship as it comes, moment by moment, and allowing the love to pour out as it feels appropriate. So that's my takeaway from the journal prompt. Nice. <clears throat> okay. We got a farewell from Amy and um, and that'll that'll be a wrap for it. So here's Amy. That's all that we have for today. I so look forward to continuing this journey with you tomorrow again as we begin to dive into the realm of self-love and what that means. Until next time, stay curious, take care of yourself. And keep rocking. And keep on rocking. Righteous. All right. That was day seven of 30 days of love. One week down where we just got solid with setting the foundations for this journey. 
Right on. Thank you so much for joining me for equipping yourself with the understanding and essential knowledge of the human system in order to promote that fertile ground for experiencing lasting transformative shifts in this realm of love. It's been, it's been good. It's been good. Week one down. Week two is going to be all about self-love. So this first week was laying the foundation, getting nice fertile, fertile ground going. And now we are, um, we'll be doing some de-weeding, cleaning out the garden, picking out the roots of not enoughness in week two as we explore self-love. And this is where the fun really begins. So um, looking forward to it. Tomorrow, be kicking that off, starting with the intention on day eight, unashamed. I am unashamed. Yes, really looking forward to diving into that with y'all. So enjoy the day. You are ready. Now is the time. Let's go get it. Wherever you are, you are home. This is the song On My Way by Lucky Ally and Eliza Conan Boatser. Everywhere I go, I'm on my way. 